Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking game talk basketball only brought to you by Modern Exterminating. They know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. And Bryce, what's going on? I'm at a loss of words, which is which is tough for me to say. And that's not good because we're about to do a podcast. I am speechless. Are you speechless? I don't think you're speechless. I think you're going to have some things to say. I'm in a bad mood. There you go. We're five years removed from the Final Four. Yeah. And you and I, we are recording this Sunday night. 945. Right Mm -hmm. after the NIT selection show. And we're sitting here going, in year 10 of Frank, it'd be nice to make the NIT. And that's kind of where this program is. And we didn't make it. But we blame the net, right? That's what Frank does. Make it make sense, Bryce. Make it make sense. Well, everyone knows how the net works. It's about offensive efficiency, winning games, and when you lose, don't get killed. Right. And guess what Sarkolana teams do very well? Those two things. When we lose, we lose huge. And when we win, barely. Unless Mississippi State doesn't hit a three-pointer. All right, let's get into this. So the season ends. So we need to talk at least a little bit about Thursday night. I don't want to talk too much about it because it's just – it's the same old, same old. Going into the SEC tournament game, you know, you hear the Frank PR train going, we just got to make a run, something that we've never done or seen in Frank's. What if we won the whole thing, Bryce? TRC said this great on Twitter, and we are going back and forth on this. South Carolina hasn't made it to the Saturday, which is the semis of the SEC tournament, yeah. since 2006. I love how you just attributed your stat to TRC. You just blundered the conversation well, he, y'all he, had. He asked the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. shout out to TRC. We yeah. haven't made a we haven't made a tournament since we haven't made it to Saturday since 2006. So that would be the semifinals, correct? Right. So when yeah. Frank makes this comment after this is a new season, the SEC tournament, it's usually one and done. Occasionally, he's had a couple, you know, two wins, but right. Frank is a one and done coach in the SEC tournament. I mean, he's he's won, what, five games total in 10 years? I believe that's right when I look that up. Correct. So he's averaging half a win a season. Well, I guess I guess there's one year. No, no, no. No, no tournaments got canceled, right? We had the SEC tournament. No, it canceled. The, two years ago, it canceled right before our first game with Arkansas. They played one game, the first round. They played the first round. They played the Wednesday games. And then they canceled it. And so we didn't. And so he's played nine SEC tournaments. And that's when Frank did the PR. Like, you know, he's like, well, you know, we could have made a run in the tournament. And and that's what everyone scoffs at, Frank, when he says, let's just make a run. Hey, Bryce, well, Frank, you've never had the run. What if we beat Auburn? Well, what if I had a million dollars? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be doing this pod. Actually, I might still be doing this pod. You, you might only be doing this pot. I would be you, taking my you money. You might quit the day job. I would be taking my money out of the University of South Carolina and not give them my booster money when Frank's the coach. Yeah. But anyway, let's don't go down the road of if I had a million dollars. The bare naked ladies like that, right? Is sure. that is that, yes. is that right? They That's have a right. song. That's right. That's right. If I had Stop. a million Stop. dollars. We just lost our few listeners. Anyway. <laughs> Everyone just turned the pot off. All and right. we have a lot to talk about. All here. right. So. We need to get into this. So we go into the game. Mississippi State. We split the head-to-head with them. Losing yeah. at their place. Winning at home. Pretty well at home. And it was a very competitive first half. It was. We didn't come out in the first few minutes. We got down. Yeah. But then we got up 15-8. to 8, 15-7. Yeah. 
And I'm like this. Who is this team? Maybe we're going to win. We had good Stevenson early. And then what happened in the second half? The team got destroyed. We became the Gamecocks again. Like, we only scored 17 points in the second half. It was the lowest points produced in a half this year for this team. 17 points, which is lower than the Coastal Carolina 21 points. And I think we had another game around 19. Lowest points total. So we had... It was 36-34 at the half, and we only score 17 points. Uh, Colin Taylor had a good stat out there after the game on Twitter that in the the Ken Palm era, we averaged just 67.6 points per 100 possessions versus Mississippi State. It was the seventh lowest of the Kim Palm era dating back to 2002. So literally Frank Martin in the season is on the line and that, and we just go out and lay an egg and it is a tale as old as time with this team. Whenever this team is playing an important game with the exception of four times in March in 2017, um, they go out there and don't show up. And that's what's been happening for 10 years now. You know, whether it's Georgia Tech at home in the NIT, mm. you know, or or if it's Georgia in the SEC turn in the first round of the SEC tournament, or if it's Georgia in the last game of the season in 2016. Because going into this game, we knew we had to win it to make the NIT. I was telling you right yes. then, you had to win it. You're playing a team that Mississippi State that was on the bubble too in the NIT. If you beat them, and looking at the bracket that just got released, we beat Mississippi State. We make it in. Right. Mississippi State is in. If we had beaten them, they'd have put us in instead of them. But in the second half, they uh, wanted to play postseason basketball. Yeah. And we did not. We laid down. Guess who else wanted to play postseason is basketball? Is this fair to say? This is a yeah. Frank team that I've said we, all year. We they, laid we, down. We laid down. Guess who else wanted to play postseason basketball? Who's that? Vandy. Wanted to play postseason basketball. Won a few games. Did they win three games? I just know they beat they, Alabama. No, they they won three round games. They, they won three games. <clears throat> Guess who else wanted to play postseason basketball? Who's that? A and M. Man, they got screwed. Made it to the title game. You know what? No, still. no, they didn't get screwed. They didn't get screwed. And everybody out there in in the Gamecock Twitter sphere of like, well, let's go on an SEC tournament run. This is why you it do not yeah. put all your eggs in the SEC tournament basket. Is because. Th- it just doesn't work out. The regular season matters. matters. The regular season matters. What you do in the regular season matters. Princeton matters. Coastal Carolina matters. Like saying, oh, the team just needs to gel. Once we hit SEC season, we'll, there's a lot of season left. Yeah, but those games matter. If we beat Princeton and Coastal, we make that too. I mean, it was, it, it was a little fitting. I really hope Frank Martin saw it and was watching. Like, like I, I wish I could have been sitting next to him watching the NIT selection show when the second to the last team announced in is Princeton. And you can just be like, maybe there was a way to get in. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you know, like, like, does Princeton deserve to be in the NIT more than South Carolina? Well, they beat us. They beat us. And when they beat us, everybody in the, this faction of Gamecock fans just told us, ah, it doesn't matter yet. Frank will get the team to gel. Yeah, yeah. 10 or 15 games in, they'll figure it out. They yeah. didn't really figure it out until about, what, two weeks left to go yeah. in the season? And it's just too late. 
It's just too late. Or it helps just to play George and Vandy too. Yeah, that too. But and, he, but, but the other thing. Yeah. We finished nine and nine in the SEC. Um So the other teams that went nine and nine, LSU, six seed. Yeah. They had a really good non conference schedule. They did. Then we had Florida. Yeah. NIT. Who they wanted Mike White gone. He goes to Georgia. That came yeah. out. And then yeah, that was the three teams that we were tied with at nine and nine. And A and M. A and M went nine and nine. That's right. Was it four teams? It was. It's. It's a bunch. There's a bunch. Yeah, there's a. Nine. There's a log jam for nine yeah. and nine. But yeah. So A and M misses. We beat no team that had a better SEC record than nine and nine in SEC play. Well, let's, all our wins were against. All our wins were against teams that were nine and nine or worse in SEC play, and um, and on top of that, in the out of conference, we beat UAB. UAB and LSU were the only tourney teams we beat. That's right. We beat them both at home. I mean, there it is, right there. You That's didn't it. have you didn't have marquee wins this year. That's right. Also, for the make it make sense crowd out there. But let me finish this. We lose seventy three fifty one. Terrible second half. We laid down. Stevenson had eighteen, and I hope Devin Carter had ten. I, I hope he's back. I hope we get to watch Eric Stevenson. In the next pod, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about you know the who's who who we think is going to come back. All at, that stuff. At though. some point, we will do a season in review. We're not going to do it tonight, right? Because there's more pressing things. Uh, one of the things about this um, is that the team, you, you know, like the net matters. Kim Palm matters, and I think we, the highest we got in the net. I think we are around the 80s. I don't think we ever got higher than the 80s. We, we are who we have been all season. And that is not a postseason team. We were not not on the bubble. We never were on the bubble. We are not a postseason team. Right? In our 13 losses, okay. 11 of them were by double digits. Nine of the 10 losses in the SEC were by 10 or more points. Also a stat out there by Colin Taylor. He was... Uh, he, he was dropping facts. Nothing uh, wrong with that. He was dropping facts Thursday night. But for the make it make sense crowd, there it is. When we lost, we got killed. Didn't have marquee wins. Yeah. Now, Frank will say, well, we didn't know that Georgetown and Florida State were going to bomb out. Right. Which is, that point has a little bit yeah. of, that's fair. But, and then Clemson, we had half our team. Sure. And then he said, "Well, Coastal, we didn't have Kuzidar, but you don't lose." I love to- how you're making Frank's. Ex- well, I, I, love it. Frank I try, I try tune to tune be- into the pod so that so that you can give him his excuses in advance. Well, I, I list. I love listening to post game press yeah. conferences because yeah. that's when the excuses come out. But you should. Would you agree that you should never lose to a in state team by twenty on their home floor? Never. And Clemson. We're not even talking Clemson. I'm talking yeah. small schools. Yeah. Okay. Well. Beat Princeton, beat Coastal. We're in the NIT, y'all. And then Frank made the excuse on Feinbaum right before the uh, Mississippi State game that, you know, oh, we know that South Carolina State game got, you know, postponed because of COVID. Really, really needed that. But they were like 240 in the net. That would have hurt us. It would have hurt us in the net. It would have hurt us. And and in the net, the 18 wins, we really only have 17 because we played Allen. And I want to I get into that a little bit. Frank has this love affair with not only does he play a D2 team, like we played Benedict 
yeah. Benedict in the exhibition game. They're D two. Are they even D three? I don't even know. I don't call know. them D two. They're non D one. Right. And then Frank always loves to play another D two team, like Coker. They did years yeah. back, and yeah. now this year Allen. And that game doesn't count in the net. So we really only had seventeen wins. Right. That's and sad. We I'm, need to stop doing that. I know. I know you don't want to play like a team that is, you know. 240 in you know the net like South Carolina State, but like schedule someone in the Conference USA that's at the bottom of the Conference USA. Something you're not wrong. That's not why we're not in the NIT, and and that's not why we're not in the tournament. Okay, this team not being able to win a conference game, only winning nine SEC regular season games, not being able to beat Coastal, not being able to beat Princeton. That's why we're not in the NCAA tournament. Ultimately, we weren't good enough. Hey, the season was lost before we even went on our run. We kind of knew it. You know how we were yeah. talking yeah. mid-season that, like, after we had like a three or four losses in the, you know, what did right. we start? What did we start the year? One and four, and then and four, four and seven. I think yeah. when it got four and seven, we're like this. Even even if we go on a run, it's too late. Right, and that's what ended up or, or being the, the run case. had to be elite, like and, winning and, out, yeah. which we love. See, we love win your last right, ten. Right. But but see, if we had beaten Florida early on, which which was doable. Um, Mississippi State at Mississippi State. Mississippi State at Mississippi State. Arkansas at Arkansas. Arkansas. We had them in the first half, yeah, and we yeah. we bombed if, out that like, second half. Like if we win, I two, think that was the nineteen point if second we, half. If we win two of those three different of uh, two of those three games, you and I are having a different conversation. Well, tonight. you're squarely in the IT, and then you actually actually might actually be on the real bubble. M- maybe if we had beaten Mississippi State, and maybe and maybe done something. Like we live in a lot of what if. Yeah. What if land we with live, Frank? Would you say that's an every year situation? It's not just with Frank. It's with uh, it's with South Carolina. It's with the South Carolina media. It's with the South Carolina basketball expectations. We live on the bubble bubble. We yeah. we live on 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 the here's what we have to do to get on the bubble instead of being on the bubble. Here's what we need to do to get into the tournament. And Frank, when he talks a lot of the post game, when the PR train gets started, we're not, I mean, we're not, Frank, we're not even talking about the early years. No one expected you to turn around that quick. We're just talking post final four. Is that fair to say? Right. Just the five years post final four. Frank will say that we were on the bubble two years ago at, I think we were 18 and 13. And as you can see with that record, right. we miss NIT. And Frank said, you know, we're, we're you know, in postseason, but we might not actually been. Right now, I think in the, that year we were in the, around the seventies in the net, so it, it had been a little bit closer to make the NIT. But it's just every year the excuse train comes out, and it's always like, well, you know, I didn't have this person. The committee occasionally looks like you know when we missed Thornwell for right. a few of those games for yeah. the the final four year that they looked at the bat because that was your star player that was the SEC player of the year. Like we missed Cousinard a few, and those games. were the only out of conference games they lost. Yeah, and then. And they were against really good teams, too. It wasn't like losing Thornwell. We dropped a game to Coastal. Don't get me wrong. We didn't have Kuz in our free of the games, but he wasn't a Thornwell. No. So, committee goes like this. Figure it out. Next next guy up. But Frank's yeah. all, it's just the excuses it gets old. And I don't want you guys to think we hate Frank. It's not personal. We're just all about results. And right. the results aren't there. Post, post Final Four, we haven't made the postseason. Five years. We have not been ranked a one, single week point. in the AP top twenty-five post the final. That's four. glaring right there. I looked back on. I looked back on this. I believe that this is right. Someone out there wants to fact check me. Um, George Mason and it was that team. Was it Loyola Chicago that made the 
that made the with the with the nun with the oil of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It was those. It was the two mid majors that made Final Four runs are the only other Final Four teams in the last like twenty years that haven't been ranked in the next five years after making the Final Four. Wow. And what that means, Bryce, and this is the University of South Carolina. We are a Power Five school with mid-major expectations. That is what we are. We have mid-major expectations. We do not demand from Frank Martin what other Power Five schools demand from them. We have low standards here at men's the basketball. Guy, the, the guy that replaced Frank Martin at Kansas State. Bruce he, Weber. He had, retired. Um, because he was going to get fired. Because he, he, I think he made the tournament three times. Not good enough. Not good enough. But think about this. Mike White he, at Georgia. Mike White just, excuse they, me, well, now at Georgia, but Mike White at Florida. They were pushing him out, just like we were pushing Frank out last year. Yeah. But he actually found a job. Found a job. Be nice if Frank found a job. Well, speaking of that, he was on a little bit of a Kansas State hot board. That would be hilarious. The AD left they that he didn't him. get along with. They can have him. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Go back to Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. See, see if uh, see if you got Jacob Pullen's son out there ready to recruit. <sighs> I don't. I don't know if enough time. And I do. Been... I did want to correct one yeah. thing. Earlier in the year, we were talking there was no buyout. There is a buyout till next year, and that's right. the three point. I think it's it's three point one, three point two million. It's still it's about, his contract. It's still about three million next year. It'll be it'll right. be zero. So the so, last couple of years, so I had to make that correction, but still. Because of that buyout money, you know, it'll turn into the Alex English and the board thing. They don't want to pay that money. They'll challenge us not to have money for the medical right. school, which right. if they do that again, that's a black eye. So, but. and and I want to get back onto something Bryce said a second ago. We don't hate Frank. We want Frank to succeed. We have wanted Frank to succeed every year that Frank has been here. And he hasn't. We show up the games. Years. Every game during the year, hoping for a win. Right. Even this year, we we, we were we were the two of the twenty five hundred to five thousand fans I, at the games this year. I guarantee you, there are Gamecock fans out there that didn't want us to make the NIT, right? Because they want Frank fired. I, I, we obviously wanted to make the NIT. We watched the NIT selection show. Right. That says it right there. And got mad when we weren't in it. And so, um, but what our stance has been since the start of this season is that Frank Martin needs to make the NCAA tournament more than he does in order to keep his job. And that he needed to make the NCAA tournament this season. And we've said that for the last two years. For the last two years. And in COVID, he got the supposedly the pass. Yeah, yeah. But, but so, and he didn't, and he needs to go. All right, and so he, here's the question for you, Bryce. Okay. Will the university fire him? Well, that means we have to think about this, that our boy, Ray Tanner, which we don't care for, is that a fair statement? Sure. Don't care for. I love Ray Tanner. As an AD. I'm not a fan of Ray Tanner. And I don't trust him out of all his hires. Shane Beamer's looking on the up and up, but outside of that, his hires have not gone well. Is that fair to say? Um, Well, he's kept Dawn around. Well, we need to build Dawn a statue, but yeah, Dawn's going well, but she didn't hire. He didn't hire Dawn. But, But he has kept her here and has helped her build maybe the best women's basketball program in the country. True. But our big three men's sports have been dropping off. Yeah. Um, They've dropped off. B 
big weekend for one of them. This, you know, yeah, big, but, big day today for one of those. Yeah, but we won't get one into of those non basketball. Yeah, sports. but we won't. Well, this is the GBO. We're not going to yeah. get into that. But it's just I don't trust Ray Tanner to make the you know the, the right decision. I mean, the right decision right now would be to let him go, pay that three point one, three point two yeah. million buyout, and go get a coach. Because we get told many times that the money is not an issue. We have the money from the SEC TV deal. I think it was in the was it fifty four, fifty five million. Yeah. So the money's there. Go get a proven coach, and we don't need an up and comer. We right. need someone that can win and has proven the track record. So, so I don't trust Ray Tanner to make the hire. So along these lines, um, something I've been hearing um, from a couple of people that I trust um, is that. Um, is that there? There's buzz and rumors about Ray Tanner retiring. Okay. There's there's been buzz for two years. On so that. so th- there has been. I I trust it more right now. But here's what part of that is: is that he is going to retire, but he's going to wait to retire once Amaritas is on the job, the new president. Right. Okay. Well, that's not going to happen until the summer. He's going to wait it out. And you know Ray Tanner's going to wait that, it out. That's not going to happen until the summer. Even if this is right. Let's right. say this is right and he okay. retires in the summer. That would be fine. You, you, you know, like, like I think it would be good if we had a new AD. But here's the problem. That means we got two lame ducks at the helm here. That's right. We got we, we got Pastides, who's not going to be around. And we got and we got um, Ray Tanner, who is is potentially looking at this like it, like... He's a lame duck. Like it doesn't matter. I mean, it's would you gonna... retire and turn down the five hundred thousand dollars he gets paid a year as a, 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 AD to save do the my, right thing to save my relationship with the University of South Carolina and not make a brand new president fire me as his first act? Because if he retired, he would still be oh celebrated on the baseball celebrated. diamond, Ce- celebrated everywhere. He could he could show up at a basketball game or a football game, stand in ovations. But if we fire him, yeah, it, it's going to be awkward. It taints it. It's going to be awkward when we do 10, 15, 20 year reunions for those title teams. Well, I guess we've already done the ten years, but but uh, you, you know, 15, 20 year reunions for those uh, World Series, you know, college World Series title teams. You know, it's it's just going to be, it's going to taint the, and so and it also is going to put us in a terrible spot in that if it needs to be done and Ray's not going to do it, Pastides isn't going to fire Ray. Right. He's going to let Amaritas do it. And so it, this, I just, the way that I see this going, Frank Martin is better at this than Ray Tanner. Frank Martin understands this business better than Ray Tanner does. Right. And he is going to leverage Tanner. He's going to use Gigi Jackson to leverage Tanner. He's going to use his connections with the board. He's going to use all his political connections. Alex you know, English. You know, Frank. Frank's involved, develops like political relationships with people. Well, when you're here for 10 years, you yeah. make a, make your presence known. I, I don't know. Ray, Ray Tanner's been here a long time. Right. And he doesn't do it the way that Frank does. But like Frank's popular in the media. Yep. He's a talking head. And talking he's head. he's gonna use these relationships to keep making his three million a year. To uh he's he's gonna use these relationships to convince Tanner that Jackson's coming. 
Even though Jackson, they, they said he was going to announce his dad came out and said he's delaying that. So right. they're going to wait to see if Frank has a job. They're not dumb. They're not dumb at all. But what's your, what's your status on keeping a coach for one player, one star player? I don't care. I, don't, I, I do not care if it was Zion Williamson. Well, let's, uh, from, I've watched the tape. I would, you wouldn't call Gigi Jackson a Zion comparison. I would not, but I, I, even, even if he was going to be Zion Williamson, what Zion, the, what Zion Williamson, he'd be a one year player. He he would be a one year player. And you've seen this in the SEC already. And, and what has Frank shown us? He cannot, he cannot cannot sign the top five blue chip recruits. No, 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 no. That's not what I was going to say. Let's say he does. Let's say G.G. Jackson is Zion Williamson okay. and Frank signs him. So we have one year. Okay. Well, what has Frank shown us? He can't capitalize off of one year of success. He can't do it. He doesn't have a proven track record of it. He 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 actually has completely failed to do it. In every aspect of it. He literally has not even been able to make the NIT one year in five years from going to the final four. So if so if GG Jackson comes here and is amazing and we go to the sweet sixteen, hey, that's gonna take two more years. We'll probably have a and, and then we're gonna miss the NIT the next year. It, we'll, we'll miss the NIT the next year and we will not capitalize off off of it. And all our players will transfer. And just like can you name a player if GG Jackson is here, not next season, but two seasons from now. If I, if I told you to guess one player that you were positive would be playing with Gigi Jackson, could you do it? The only one that I could maybe see is Devin Carter. Maybe. But if, if Frank, you know, leaves or goes somewhere else, he might leave too. He, no, no, no. If, if Let's say Frank is here in two seasons from now, so is Gigi Jackson. Devin Carter, maybe w- Woodley, and Gray would be the three. Yeah, but, but they're not going to be here. I guarantee you all three of those guys won't be here. Because what has Frank shown us every season since the Final Four? He cannot retain his team. But is that because they just go to him and say, we're out, Frank? Or does he is he the one going saying that, I would love to be in the room when those decisions sure. are made because but you, you never get the true story. You, you don't need to be in the room when those decisions are being it's made. It's a pattern. It's a, it's a pattern. pattern. Attitude reflects leadership. It's his program. It's Frank Martin's program and kids don't want to stay in it. Well, I didn't they would want- rather go to Europe than stay in the program. And that is something that the program, and that is a place where the program shouldn't be. Jermaine Cousinard's going to Europe instead of staying in our program. There is some news that came out this week. It's not official news. On the boards, there's been some insiders talking that Cousinard might come back for one more year, but Bryant's definitely gone. Okay, so, so we're going to get excited that a kid wants to stay in our program instead of go to Europe. That's right. right? That's where we're at. And, and and while one of them doesn't want to stay in our program and, and instead wants to go to Europe. Well, I wanted to mention this. There's a guy on Twitter, Jagtastic1, who dropped a Frank Martin's offensive stats at USC, and it is very interesting. I want to read some of these out here. So Frank came in the 2012-13 season. So he's been here for 10 years. We're finally the seasons. We have 10 full seasons. How many times has Frank finish 13th or 14th in the SEC in field goal percentage. Half. Half of those 10 years, he was 13th or 14th. <clears throat> Sorry about that. That stat made me speechless. 
<laughs> and I don't know what year what year did Missouri join the league in A and M? Because we finished twelfth in two thousand fourteen. It's gonna be close. I don't know if that's dead last and then or not. But anyway, we'll assume that that was there. So half the years we finished either dead last or second to last in field goal percentage. We'll just call it third to last and give him a break. Like if he finished last when he was twelfth, twelfth is still twelfth. Frank's last eleven th- teams were better. Frank's last three seasons, we have finished dead last in the conference in free throws. But that doesn't surprise you, does it? That does not surprise me. That is the most the, that is the most unsurprising statistic ever. And so, sixty three percent to sixty seven percent as a team that is just poor. And imagine if Stevenson wasn't on the team this year, oh, it would have Jesus. been might have been in the fifties. Oh Jesus! Our free throw percentage. If 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 you remove, because I believe he was what fifty seven of fifty eight on the he, year. He ninety eight percent. He missed one. Ninety eight percent. Yeah. So imagine if he was on the team, we still finished last. Three point percentage, SEC rank. In the last three years, we finished tenth, twelfth, and ninth. That's not great. I'm looking at this right now. Offensive efficiency. Who boy. I got a national question. rank. I think national, there's I, I think there's like rank. 320 teams. National rank. His highest offensive efficiency ever is 137. And that was the year before the final four. 189 for the final four year. But here we go. This year 91. We were almost well, I'm not gonna say dead last. I we were in we the were, microphone for that. Sorry. We were if I was we were at a, almost three hundredth in offensive efficiency. Oh my god. So Frank can't say I mean we are bad on, at offense. Is that the whole point? I brought this up. Thanks, Jed Tastic One, for these stats here. That we will, we were uh, terrible on offense this year. Check out Twitter as soon as the pod comes down. We'll retweet this and um, and tag it with uh, talking about this is what we were talking about on the pod tonight. But it's just, and that's what you know. Let off the show with I was speechless and just shocked. But maybe I shouldn't have been shocked because. We had, a, you know, when you woke up this morning, did you think we were going to make the NIT? No. I did not think we were going to make it. I didn't think we were either. And Why would the NIT want us? We're not fun to watch. I mean, we... We're an average team that had two big wins. And Defined we, we, big. UAB and LSU were big wins. Okay, so like... Not like ranked big wins. I'm just saying they're big wins. They weren't the best wins. We had two good wins. All right, two good wins. And then we, we kind of beat up on bottom dwellers, as you were talking about earlier. Yeah. We beat up on Georgia twice, Vandy, Vandy twice, twice, beat Ole Miss at the buzzer. Took a half-court prayer. Beat Mississippi State, who was you know NIT team. But we had two good wins this year on an average season. It was an average year. But, I would I would call it below average. But Frank expect Frank as a coach. He's a sixteen to eighteen point coach. Sixteen yeah. sixteen to eighteen point win coach. And that doesn't even get you in the NIT. And that's yeah. where we're at. That's yeah. our program. Now, I don't want people to think, well, you know, well, if you you know push Frank out, it might turn into Darren Horn in the abyss years. We're not talking abyss. We're just an average team that sometimes is competitive, but most of the time we get blown out. And that's where we're at with Frank. Yeah. And the sample size is there. Ten years. It's been ten years. There's nothing else to say about it. I don't. If, if Frank doesn't get you fired, are, if Frank doesn't get fired in the next forty-eight hours, he's not going to get fired by Ray Tanner. You're correct. There's nothing else to say about it. Like, 
if if you want to keep if you want to keep Frank Martin, then what you are saying is you want to continue to be disappointed about not playing in even the NIT. Like like that's it. That's it. Every year you're going to be watching the NIT selection show hoping to be selected. And that's at the best case scenario. That's the best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know Frank every year is going to have one or two non-conference losses that just go, shakes your head and go, what is going on? And y'all, I guarantee you, I, I'm, I, I, am, I guarantee you, if he gets Gigi Jackson and Gigi Jackson reclassifies. To next year. To next year, we will be Georgia with Anthony Edwards. Or we will be LSU with Ben Simmons. And they had bad years or NIT year. And they turned down the NIT LSU. So it will probably be a middle pack, 16 yeah. to 18 win again. And yep. they'll be like this. Well, we got a blue chip recruit and he's gone after one year. And he's gone. And the whole and team will leave with him. And that's the best case scenario. And the whole team will leave with him. And so, like, like it, it it's about the program. And, and Frank hadn't built it. And if we don't fire Frank in the next two days... It just says it says what this program is. We have low standards, or do you, is it low standards or no standards in basketball? I wouldn't say no. We have low standards. We're okay with being a five hundred team, and that's we keep repeating ourselves. But that's it. This is that team. Yeah. Anything else on the men or, or Ray Tanner or Frank Martin? I'm just trying to look to see if Tanner's fired him, just in case. Yeah. So we're we're right around ten o'clock on Sunday night. Has yeah. Frank been canned yet? Uh, Twitter doesn't have anything. Yeah. So if anything play. happens in the next two days, we'll have another pod if you know Frank get moves on. But we'll see what happens. But anyway, I did want to you know let's talk to some the brighter something on the brighter side of things, and that is Carolina women's basketball. They lost to Kentucky in the SEC championship game, but they. We still kept the number one overall seed. We're in the Greensboro Regional. And, I mean, we went 29-2. and two. So, it wasn't like it, we had such a cushion as the best team in college basketball that even with the loss, we still stayed number one. You know, first two home games are at, you know, in Columbia, and then the next two would be in Greensboro before the Final Four in Minneapolis. So, like, let's, let's talk about the bracket. So, what's interesting about our bracket well, just looking overall, one, UConn's on the other side. I thought that was good because UConn's up to full strength. So I'm glad about that. And then I'm glad Stanford's on the other side because even though we beat Stanford this year, we, at one, play them again. we at one point were down 16. I, I don't want to play them again. I, you know, I might regret saying this, but I'd rather play UConn. Yeah. We can, we can beat UConn. Um, but then, yeah. That, the, the, the holes, oh, man, I, I don't want to see Lexi Hall. Well, speaking of that, players you don't want to see, the number two um, seed in our bracket is Iowa, which is the, nat- Clark. the national player of the year debate. They, it's between Boston and her. They did that on purpose. Oh, they talked about it for the women's selection show. That's all they talked about. And Caitlin Clark led the nation in points per game around 27 and then led the nation in assists at like 7.8. But then Boston has 24 straight double-doubles and is on the best team in America. You ready for what's going to be fun? What's that? Because they're going to pick the national player of the year, I'm assuming, this week before the games, I think. We'll have to check on that. That, when that makes really... sense. Right. Um, watching watching Amahair guard her. Amahair? Yeah. 
That's going to be fun. Well, we'll probably put every big girl on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah but 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 she'll be on her a lot, um, just with the size, but with the size and athleticism, like that's that, that's what she's on the team. Like like that's why Dawn keeps playing her so much, and and just wants her to, and wants her to develop into that point guard where she can roll a six four point guard out there on the floor. So I want you to look this up. Um, Iowa State is a third seed in our regional, and I think we played them in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. I don't know if you can look that up. So they're the third seed. And then the fourth seed is Arizona, which is, you know, they were in the the championship game last year and lost to Stanford. So, you know, Arizona scares me. You know, you tell me to have the bracket up, you you know, for, for the show. And then, uh, and then, like, and then you have the bracket up, reading it to me, telling me to look other things up. Oh I, man, I'll, I'll have it. I'll have it. Just keep talking. So, so, looking at the women's, I'm pretty sure we played Iowa State in the SEC. That sounds right. Big Twelve Challenge this year. So they're the three seed. So Iowa and Arizona, I would think, are the teams that are capable of beating us. Now, as we've seen, if we have a bad night, any team can beat us. I mean, Missouri proved that this year. But if if we played Kansas State. Okay, so Iowa, yeah, Iowa. I, I don't think we played Iowa State. Okay, or Iowa, because I, I think we've played an Iowa team recently. Maybe it was last year when we when we played them. Unless we played them in in uh, Bad Daddy Mowers or whatever it was. It was a Bad Daddy Mowers or Bad Boy Motors. Bad Boys. Yeah, so yeah, we played Kansas State this year. Maybe that was last year when we played Iowa State. But anyway, we played them last year. I'm not too worried about them. It's just I guess Iowa scares you just because they have you know. They're going to challenge you with the best player with, you know, Boston up there for player of the year. And then Arizona, who was in the national championship game last year. So it's an interesting bracket. Um, we'll see what happens, but we, what are your initial thoughts looking at the bracket where we fall? Um, well, I totally agree with you. I do, like Stanford and UConn are the two teams that I'm the most afraid of. Um, and um and so I'm glad that they're both on the other side and we only have to get one of them to win the whole thing. Um, I think it will be fun to, you know, play Caitlin Clark. Like, like that'll be fun if it happens. Um, but just, we're the overall number one seed. We don't even know who we're playing because we're getting one of the winners of the playing game. Right. You know, like, uh, and so there's not a ton to preview. We don't. We don't know the time or the opponent yet. We'll be playing of, a. Of the game. We'll, we'll be playing a 16th seed, either Howard or I can't. It's UIW, but it's like in, in Carsonet Word or something like it, that. It, it, it's something like that. I can't even pronounce it. I'm probably butchering it. But so we play. You know, the 16th seed there. If, if they win, we'll learn how to pronounce it. There you go. We promise yeah. that for the next show. And yeah. then um, we have the eight nine game winner Miami from the ACC or South Florida. So two. Florida teams coming in. So out of those, I mean, we should win our first two. Yeah. Oh, that would be, that would be, that would be brutal. That would be much worse than losing to Kentucky. Right. Yeah. Like, um, but as we've seen, even if we have a bad night, we can lose. That's true. But even if we have a bad night, we're still in it down the stretch. Right. And it really takes a good effort from the other team to beat us. I mean, we're, we're two buzzer beaters. Basically, I, they weren't buzzer beaters, but we're two, within seconds. Yeah, within we're, we're two shots with three seconds or less left in the game away from being undefeated. We had a good year, but we're set up. I mean, it's time to prove it. We know we're the best team. It's for the it's, it's time to decide yeah. if we are. I mean, let's put it on the court and leave it on the court. We should win. 
I want to go to Minneapolis for the Final Four. That'd be fun. Do a pod in Minneapolis. Ooh. Take the pod on the road. Glenn and me. Glenn from Modern Exterminating. He's not. He's not sending the whole crew to. He's. (laughs) I don't think he's funding it. I'll have to double check. We 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 probably need a few more listeners for that. Um. What was the modern exterminating? We know what bugs you bugging us this week. The SEC tournament, just not showing up for the SEC not tournament. Not up for the SEC tournament when we needed to show up for the SEC tournament. It it just drives me crazy. All we needed was that deep run, like we say every year. Yeah, and and actually, what's bugging me is the SEC. The the the, the like, facade of the yeah, SEC tournament yeah, yeah. where you can have all the glory just win out, yeah, yeah, just yeah. win just those like, four games, and, and just this facade where you can just save your season and it's just totally doable. A A and M just tried to do it and couldn't do it. Um, South Carolina tried to do it in two thousand and six and couldn't do it. You know, like um, you can't save your season in the SEC tournament, and and uh, what is just bugging me is this faction of SEC uh, tournament, like not SEC tournament, of Carolina fandom that just thinks that you can't, and just like and just and just will brush off a loss. Oh, uh, well, we can win a game or two in the SEC tournament. There is nothing that Frank Martin. I, I'm just doing the podcast all over. You, you know that's what's bugging me. Just, just not accepting the reality that. Frank Martin has made the NCAA tournament one time in 10 years. And there's a faction of people that are excited about next season with him. I just saw it. Well, the attendance has dropped off. It's only, it's not a lot of people. Yeah, but it's the media. It's, it's, it's Gamecock Twitter. And it's the carrot of the number one recruit. Yeah. And and the carrot of GG, like just. So if you had to guess right now, do we keep Frank for next season? What do you think is going to end up happening? I think it's a coin flip. I think it's a coin flip. I think, I think we end up keeping him because... You're right. You're going to be right. Yeah. We'll have I, the promise of... I, I tried to hope that we would let him go, and you literally just saying, I think we're going to keep him, just, just was like, nope, nope, we're keeping him. That's it. We're keeping him. And then what happens when we keep him, and then Gigi Jackson goes somewhere else, or doesn't reclassify, so we have to wait through another season of Frank to even get to that number one recruit. What happens when Jackson then commits to Frank in the middle of next year? And then next year we bomb. When we're, when, when we're six and seven in SEC And play. Frank will be like this all season. Then, well, we have a new team Jackson coming next year. Commits. New team, new, new team. team. Oh, y'all are going to love GG. Oh, get excited for <laughs> Until him. he has a defensive lapse of judgment, judge, judgment and he sits oh, the man. bench for the whole second half. <laughs> that will get old real quick. You, you know who Frank Martin never rage subbed? What's that? PJ Dozier. I need to think about that, but that he might never rage sub PJ Dozier. And Dozier's father told Frank that if he came to South Carolina, he had to start day one. And Frank started him over Stroman, who was the starting. And he didn't bench him for long periods of time unless and he was in foul and, trouble. And Frank started him over Stroman, and, and Frank and Frank honored, kept his word. And game one, Marcus Stroman's coming back as as he had had an okay freshman year. He then bombed out, but as a freshman, he was fine. And 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 he was coming back as he had started some games as a freshman. And Dozier starts over him. Now that was probably the right call. 
Sure. But uh, but just I'm just saying, Frank Frank doesn't rage sub the blue chippers. All right. Well, we haven't. Hey, just the, we, just the we four haven't stars. we haven't had he do, he doesn't rage sub the. Five I think stars. we've only had two or three four stars. I guess PJ so. Dozier ended up being a four star. He was a four star, right? Yeah, but he had five star buzz. Okay. All right. Anything else for this week? Hopefully, my voice is better. Yeah. Well, you it's know. Better. I started okay, but it's 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 just it's become a struggle. Just rest that voice this week at your job. Yeah, that's gonna be hard to do. All right. Well, next week, you know, the women play Friday and Sunday, so once they're done on Sunday, we'll record the pod. And if something happens with Frank this week, oh, we'll we will be up and on. We'll be up. We'll be up Wednesday if Frank is fired or or tomorrow. We will have have another pod um, for you guys if if if, uh, if we come down right now and. Um, We'll still publish this, right. but if it, if we come down right now and Frank is fired, we might record another we'll, pod. We'll re up and do another fifteen minutes. That's right. All right, guys, it's been a good week for the women. Tough week ending the season for the men, but we'll see what happens next week with the ladies. GBO out. Go Cox.